Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of the rap music plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. What is up, family? Another day, another Navy Blue record has dropped, and I'm here to talk about it, because Navy Blue is an essential voice in the rap game right now that has been on a crazy run since 2020. After dropping the remarkably intimate and authentic Song of Sage in 2020, Navy has ascended to the forefront of my hip-hop radar. Simply put, Navy is one of the best lyricists out there right now with a knack for producing great sample-based beats himself or employing some of the most talented beat makers to score his work. He hasn't stopped putting in work since then, however, working with Akai Solo on True Sky, producing that album front to back, something I just reviewed this past week, and now, wasting no time, has dropped another record out of the blue, Navy's Reprise. I have to say that my first impression of the New York Rapper's album here was that I certainly liked it, Navy's thoughtful lyricism was consistently present, but the production failed to grab me, at least at first. Generally speaking, Navy is working in very similar sonic territory to his previous albums, with jazzy, sample-based beats, with I think a bit more of an emphasis though on groove and a slightly faster pace to it, which I certainly thought was an interesting new wrinkle to the typical Navy sound that we've come to know at this point. But some of these beats were just not all that dynamic or the chops themselves weren't that intricate or as interesting as I would have liked. Timberwolves is an example of a song that's incorporating that very classic Go Brooklyn sample vocal chant thing over some drums that are just pretty standard, run-of-the-mill, nothing all that special. Similar feelings I had with Primo and the Shine beats that, again, nothing about these beats are bad per se, but I expect Navy to rap over the best of the best, especially given the fact that he's a great and talented producer himself. And whether the beats were lackluster, like the beats I just mentioned, or they were just a bit more simplistic or standard in feeling, oftentimes I found myself just wanting something more unique out of this production. God's magnetic pull in his example of a perfectly fine beat, but it lacks anything that's all that special to really make me want to go back to this track, and adds a certain level of drabness to this album that isn't something I was expecting with a Navy album. There are still a few genuine highlights like the infectious piano on Petty Cash. I love the sampling work that's done on Don't Get It Twisted. It's super fun and kind of groovy. 
But the beats on his previous work, like Ada Irin, really gave such a deep level of intimacy and had a lot of jazz incorporated to it that I really liked. And then the beats on Song of Sage, especially, felt far more ambitious and, if not really big in feel, felt more colorful, felt like there was a bit more personality and something particularly unique about these beats. Overall, the production, especially towards the end of Navy's Reprise, made me start to lose interest towards the end of this album, which is not a good sign if the album is only 39 minutes long to begin with. I can't really point to the main culprit of some of these beats that I didn't like as much because the damn album credits are impossible to find right now. All I know is that uh, the Ravada produced a beat here. But I don't know. It's a bit of a strange kind of feeling I have with this album that I don't get with other Navy records because I would always assume with a Navy Blue record that the sound would be great, almost by definition, because it's Navy Blue. If anything, some of the drawbacks I would have with his music in the past is maybe sometimes he overly leans into the calm and monotonous kind of flow, which is something he actually doesn't lean into all that much on this record, which I'll get to in a second. Or maybe the album sequencing or the general length of the album could have used some some more fine tuning but for me yeah the production here is not bad and actually has some highlights as i mentioned but is lacking to be honest and that's a bit of a disappointment either way though even with the production notwithstanding the overall idea that navy's reprise just feels a bit different than navy's previous work extends past the production Navy knows how to name an album. Song of Sage felt like a grand mission statement that perfectly captured what makes Navy, Navy. Similarly, this latest album, being titled Navy's Reprise, feels like a reprise, like an addendum, like an appendix to the main presentation that was Song of Sage. By no means does it hold no value or anything like that, that would be insulting. But I would say that this album doesn't feel as essential. I feel this mainly through the production that feels a bit too tame or lacking in impact. And rapping from Navy that is certainly great and is consistently touching on similar topics of wisdom, freedom, some social commentary here and there, that is something he usually explores. But unlike Song of Sage, that felt like they added up to something larger than the sum of its parts, like they all flowed one idea into the other very seamlessly and logically, this one doesn't. This feels more like a collection of like-minded songs that sound great for the most part, but don't leave a lasting impression on me like stray thoughts, loose ends, versus the complete picture that Song of Sage painted. That being said, what this album does show is the following. Navy has ascended to new heights as a rapper. His flow is consistently great now, as there was a couple moments that could have been better in this department on his previous projects, but on Navy's reprise, man, 
He is absolutely smooth and rapping with a firm conviction that is palpable. Petty Cash is an absolutely great track that shows this where Navy just ravages it. He's also experimenting with alternative flows and deliveries on this record. My whole life sees Navy rap with higher inflections and a more urgent flow that worked very well in my opinion and one of the standouts on the album, mainly due to this nice change of pace. Navy at this point is now in the elite of the elite class of rappers, showing that he can not only bring the beautifully sobering poetry and calmness that he gave us on Song of Sage, but he can now also synthesize these similar ideas in a more energetic and lively manner and give us a bit of a different vibe and I think that is a really strong aspect with Navy's reprise that does add a new dimension to Navy's catalog. On Navy's reprise, Navy once again shows his innate ability to drop quotables, which I absolutely love. It's in his blood or something, because almost every single song has at least one line that you could print on your wall and just look at every day and live by like a mantra. On Don't Get It Twisted, he raps, hold on, I couldn't hold a bad day. That if I interpret correctly, is Navy saying that he doesn't keep that negativity of a previous bad memory inside of him and instead moves forward. This is the reason why I really thought that him and Akai Solo on True Sky made such a perfect pairing because they both really, really have a certain mindset and a certain worldview that I think is so positive and is something that you can genuinely just soak in and feel better as if you had a meditative kind of experience. But also on this album, as I will detail a bit later, the lyrics also are a bit more loose at times and a bit more anecdotal or just painting a picture that sounds interesting versus always being a bit more focused on delivering a message that I found he was on A Song of Sage. An example of this is where he drops a clever football reference on God's Magnetic Pull where he says, Sun's up, sun rays beam, Ray Lewis 52, I seen a raven in a tree. Super slick little line here. Ray Lewis was number 52 on the Baltimore Ravens, very famous linebacker. But... It also hints to something deeper, especially with that imagery of seeing a raven in a tree. This is something that Navy consistently does all over this album and has seemingly improved as a lyricist with each and every single song that he's dropped, whether it's a feature ever since the dawn of 2020. Throughout this album, he is touching on some personal stories with a strong skill to give the listener a sense of relatability to what he is talking about. Because, just like Akai Solo again, he can distill quite complex ideas into very straightforward statements that are extremely powerful. But, as I mentioned, this album doesn't have the same scope as Song of Sage. As songs come in and out with no real rhyme or reason or real connection between one another. This has the feeling of a very polished mixtape in that sense. 
it feels more loose, which stems from the smooth, much more free-flowing rapping from Navy, and the production that sometimes washes over me and doesn't really grab me. Compare the grand intro of Song of Sage to anything on this album, and it's just night and day. You can feel the drama, you can feel the tension on that Roper Williams-produced beat, Dreams of a Distant Journey. This album is certainly a more fast-paced album in the sense that there's a bit more of an increase in tempo, a bit more of a groove and swing to things, especially in the production department, that if you did find Song of Sage was too slow for your liking, then this you may honestly like considerably more. I just think that Navy could have selected production that was a bit more challenging, that did a better job of cultivating a larger sense of purpose or a more logical flow to the album. Although I think this more loose feel was by design, again, going back to that title of Navy's reprise, I just don't think this decision worked to the album's benefit. And for that reason, I give this album, Navy's Reprise by Navy Blue, a mid to high 7 on 10. So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some fresh new perspectives on the latest rap releases, as well as a recommendation for the next great rap record to add to your collection. If you're an artist looking to level up your career, getting more gigs, album sales, merch sales, whatever it may be. I would love to help you with that by providing you artist development and writing services. So if you're interested, contact me via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram at Rovview, R-O-H-V-I-E-W. I would be honored to lend my expertise and help you grow your career as an artist. And also for regular rap fans that just want to hear more quality commentary on the genre, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook to help the show grow and ensure that everyone's listening to the best rap music at all times. Follow the show on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure you leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts so that the show can be spotlighted by that wonderful algorithm and be exposed to more people. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace.